Hello, hello, and welcome back to Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto. And today I'm talking to you a little bit about something that's closer to heart, and that's that transition is always hard. You know, I'm going through a divorce right now, and wow, it's difficult. Um, it's uh, You never imagined how difficult it would be until you're really going through it, and um, the most difficult thing for me, for sure, is the fact that uh, the children, not being able to see them all the time, and, uh, and I think today, as they say in Spanish, me cayó el veinte, which basically means uh, it hit me pretty hard. Um, but you know, that's, uh, these are the things in life that one must go through, and I'm learning that I'm not the first and I won't be the last. <laughs> so we got to deal with these things as they come. I'm just making a little technical adjustment here. Let's see if this works like this. Perfect. Um, and, uh, and I'm currently in the Airstream, um, which for now will be my new abode. Um, missing the kids dearly and, uh, of course, um, have to go through this period of transition, just a few days shy of turning 40. Um, you know, today I was trying to, we, we both tried to tell the children a little bit about the changes coming up, um, and I couldn't help uh, but burst into tears when I was holding my uh, little boy and telling him, oh, you know, we're going to have two places and, and it's going to be so nice, and with his excitement of like, oh, that's so cool, and and I'm going to have my own space with you, Daddy, and yes, and I just couldn't hold it in. And uh, I rarely, rarely uh, cry, so um, the kids were definitely a bit uh, taken aback by Daddy in that mode. But uh, I guess as they say, you know, this is how the cookie crumbles and this is how life goes on. But I'm just going to invite people here to the room for a moment before I continue. Um there we go. And uh, and here we go. Um, well, I just got back from Iceland and a month of creating content and shooting there. Um, perhaps one does feel more detached when they're doing their job because um, you're not in the thick of it. And obviously coming home uh, brings a lot of it uh, right to the forefront. But I was guiding in Iceland for a, a group and then... Um, and then after that, uh, shooting for a few brands. And one of the brands that I was shooting for is the camper van brand called Camp Easy, uh, as well as Mustang Survival, uh, which is a life jacket and dry suit brand. And doing things beyond the normal, um, as is um, my tendency in a country like Iceland, because some people will often take the regular um, visits of the waterfalls and whatnot. But we like to do things a little bit differently. And what does that mean? Is in things like swimming amongst icebergs with a dry suit on um, or paddleboarding uh, amongst them and then taking drone shots of, of paddleboarding around these giant bergs. And, you know, um, when you're out in nature, um, there's a lot of perspective on, on life and and you, you really reflect on what you want to do. And... Um, and then somebody's saying, sorry, I have a meeting to attend. We'll definitely listen. Oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> really appreciate that. Uh, 
Evelyn Luwithy saying that she's got a meeting, but will attend when I do publish and uh, and listen. And you know, most people do uh, listen to these podcasts afterwards, and uh, and that's the the name of the game there. Um, but um, you know, I think a big part of uh, social media is uh, in our side of things is definitely to show how life can be relished and lived um in in the most uh, wonderful of ways but um but we are often told that it would be a lot cooler or a lot more realistic if we shared with people um the fact that life isn't always as easy as we may make it seem because that is the reality you know um a lot of people that would follow our instagram and our facebook and over the years um assume that everything in life goes just dandy for us and uh and i think it's been a bit eye-opening to see how some people that you thought perhaps were friends um look at events like these and and uh and see it as a way to chop your legs down and bring you uh to what they think reality is and uh and that's too bad um because um this is when times when people need more support than anything else but divorce is what it is and um and i think this is part of the process um but there's no question about it that the most difficult thing for me is how this is going to affect our children and not being able to always be with them and uh not always be at night there to put them to sleep or wake them up and uh that is brutally difficult folks and i think like i was saying that's one of the things with social media is that you see the the light side of life um but you don't get to see the dark side of the moon most of the time and i guess with this process that i'm going through i've been a bit far more open i was about to say a bit more open but fact is far more open uh on social than i would normally be about things but that's really because there's a lot of reasons where it's necessary for for me to to tell people and and for my brands that that follow me and that I work with and uh to understand that you know concepts have have split here and um lady will do her thing and I'll do mine um but uh doesn't make it any easier and so even today if you go on the Instagram stories I put a few shots of my <laughs> weary um perhaps cry crying affected eyes per se <laughs> um poofed up eyes from crying because yeah it's it's one of those days that uh really hits you in the gut and um holding the kids today and trying to tell them a little bit about what's going on uh is the most excruciating part because they have no fault in this and how do you explain to three well <laughs> Three, one of them's too young for to have anything explained. But how do you explain to three little ones that uh, that mummy and daddy are going separate ways um, without uh, having those gut wrenching feelings? And um, and I guess we can just do do our best with that. But yeah, on social, you know, I've been making an effort to to share with uh, with the world not only uh, the positive side of all of the things and the happy giddy side of of what we do, but but also uh the more difficult side and while always being uh respectful to to the ex partner um as it is you know we've had an outpouring of uh of kindness i definitely feel um 
that uh, that that's very much appreciated, and a lot of people, I guess, simply by looking at uh, our our respective pages, can often often say, um, "Oh, hey, you know, we kind of realized something was wrong because people that follow you for so long, um, kind of ha that have seen your stories for years, every single day, and and posts for for years as well, um, you know, they can see <laughs> that uh, that things aren't as normal." Uh, as they used to be, um, and I guess uh, that's uh, really really telling in itself. You know, talking to a lot of friends, they're like, "Yeah, we've we've seen some changes on on uh, on social that uh, we assumed that something was up, and so perhaps people on the outside looking in were even more aware of those changes coming than than uh, perhaps we were ourselves." But if you go to the last podcast that I did. Um, I was reading out a lot of the messages that we received uh, on social media and uh, I'm very grateful for it because there's a lot of people that have said, you know, um, we, <laughs> it seems and feels like a dark black hole, but eventually when you crawl out of it, uh, the light is bright and uh, all will be well. But it most definitely doesn't feel like it. Oh, excuse me. It most definitely doesn't feel like it when you're in, you're in the thick of it. So, um Props to all those people that have gone through divorce before. Um, transition is always hard, particularly when times like these. You know, for now, I'm have had to move to my camper, the the airstream, and um, it's yeah. Usually, I would only come here in the evenings if I needed to work, uh, aside from when we're camping. And now it's like, okay, this is a, a new reality as as I get my own place and things like that. But, um, but yeah, um, lots of, uh, people reaching out and I just got some messages now saying that, uh, whatever I need, uh, they're there for, for us. And, um, you know, we've both gotten messages on both sides. Um, you know, some, here's a few of them, like someone saying, I'm guessing, this might be a hard time going home after big changes. I hope you find joy in your children and reconnecting with them. And yes, of course, I think that is my greatest joy, uh, is being able to, to reconnect with children. Another girl uh, was saying, I hope you have a rabbi, a friend, a father, a mother, uh, somebody to connect with that uh, will help you through these difficult times. And, uh, and uh, you know, I do. I do. And, uh, and that's for that, I'm most definitely... Very, very grateful. A little bit uh, recap on what the last uh, month had in store was shooting in Iceland and I guess what's coming up. Um, aside from guiding, so it was guiding in Iceland, then we were shooting and creating content. And, you know, one of the very difficult things in my case is that I spend a lot of my time uh, traveling because that's how I make a living. Um, and so it's quite necessary to do that. But um, But it also makes you uh, unfortunately have to be away uh, from the kids and and uh, and that is a difficult thing indeed um, wanted to also chat a little bit about that uh, you know when you're looking at somebody's social media and you assume that they have the most wonderful and perfect life don't ever forget that everybody is always going through something you know even my mom was sending me messages today saying you know it's difficult what you went you're going through and uh and this time of transition uh, is hard, but there are always people going through more difficult. Um, and she gave me a very clear reminder of my 
nephew that passed away a few years ago um, at the tender age of 16. And she tells me that, uh, you know, she's like, you're, he was so stoic and strong throughout uh, his cancer and, um, and things like that are even more difficult uh, than going through a separation or, or divorce. So perspective is always good and um, nice to be brought, uh, not nice to be told by family, you know, that like things, things will get better. And even though at the time it most definitely doesn't feel like it. Um, and there you go. So I got back uh, a couple of days ago and yesterday I was at a Thule event. Um, for those of you that know the brand, it's the rooftop tents and ski racks and bike racks and backpacks. And they're, um, one of the companies that makes the, the coolest gear, uh, money can buy when it comes to adventures and most definitely the coolest strollers because they make strollers that are giant tires that you can go through snow or sand and, um, and what's known as the chariot stroller, which is basically iconic because it's the ones that you can pull behind your bike uh, or at the same time um, pull behind while you're skiing on cross-country skis. And uh, so I was a, I'm an ambassador for them, and uh, I was at the event, um, and it was, uh, it was quite wonderful to have the first Canadian store opening in Vancouver, and uh, we were giving away prizes and, and, and whatnot, and, and people were really stoked to be there as well. Um, and I think another thing, you know, during these transitions is, is for brands that I work with to, to know that, uh, um, you know, we're still working together in regards to, uh, helping each other out, uh, during this transition and afterwards. And, and a lot of the brands that I, I've been shooting for, for a long time have reached out, uh, to, to Shireen as well to say, Hey, you know, we'd love to support you as well. So, uh, so really grateful for that because that comes, um, from many years of creating content for all these brands, and I think they've got lots of respect for for both of us uh, as a as a couple and as a family, but now uh, individually as both single parents uh, with the children. And um, and so I'm, I am grateful for that. And one of the fantastic brands that uh, yeah, obviously I've been shooting for for a long time is is Thule. And um, and so now during this transition, it'll be a time of figuring out how you know we create or both of us for the same brand in certain cases, um, how we support each other on um, cre create doing our own product projects and creating our own uh, content separately. So, uh, so yeah, so lots of different uh, things going on here. Um, I'm really excited for making it through <laughs> this transition uh, to the other side. Also, I have to point out a few really cool spots uh, Icelandic spots that I hadn't uh, visited before. And one of them is um, the Arctic Stonehenge in northern Iceland. And uh, the the rocks and the formations, the way they're done, if you, you really get quite the spectacular. Oh, oh, all right. Can you hear me? There we go. I uh, had a little glitch there on the app. It seems that it had closed on me uh, for a moment. So, but I am back. <laughs> um, and uh, so, anyways, I was saying there's a few uh, a few spots I'd highly recommend. One of them is called West Vestmannabeyer, and it's an island um, off the coast of Iceland, which is obviously still part of Iceland. And the ferry ride's only about uh, forty minutes, but 
um, quite impressive to to take this ferry. And you see an island that's got the loneliest house in the world, as they say, um, because this house is, you know, on this barren rock. Um, and there's a meme that goes about that says that uh, it's the the guys. The meme says like, "Why? Like, why would you put a house on this island?" And the answer is because fuck people. And then, and I think that that's most definitely you know during this transition uh, a way that I sometimes feel <laughs> because uh, it's difficult, man. Like you know, it's uh, there's about like a fifty percent divorce rate in Canada now and. And really, you only it only hits you in the forehead when you when you're going through it, um, and under and then you suddenly understand what so many others have gone through. Um, but yet, I do, and I have seen that uh, that so many people do end up being happier on their second way around, and perhaps that's because they have a, a better perspective on and wisdom on choosing a partner that they would like to spend the rest of their their life with but um there we go i apologize that the today's podcast is a little bit ranting or ranty <laughs> as one would say but it is perhaps when thoughts are scattered um that one um you know sees the the light or or what's coming and um most definitely my thoughts are scattered right now um what do the next few months have in store somebody asked me and uh, and I think it's, you know, lots of transition, that's for sure. Um, but we, you know, the goal is, you know, I I travel for a living and, and whether it's guiding or creating content for brands, um, that's how um, I support my kids and, and my family. So, um, so we'll be continuing to do that. I've got an outdoor retailer show, which is a trade show that I go to every year for the last 10 years coming up on... Uh, June 8th so that's uh that's a big event where I get the majority of my clients and uh so I'll be flying down to that first uh and foremost and then um then from there perhaps uh heading out down south uh for a quick stint to shoot before coming back up to Whistler and getting ready uh for some content um for a trip to the Chilcotin Mountains guiding for mountain biking and float plane uh mountain biking and then from that, I've got a kids camp, um, which runs all of July and August. And that's for kids between the ages of 8 and 17. And um, and this camp is uh, going to be in year five, Expeditioners Adventure Camp. So, so if you've got any children that you'd like to send our way, please do. We've got kids from all over the world. And it's a day camp based out of Whistler for, for both months. But then it's also got uh, overnight camp in... Uh, the first two weeks of August. Um, and, and camp gives children such a great um, perspective and base on uh, nature and life that uh, so much so that it affected my life for, or had an effect on my life for the rest of my life. Because indeed, um, the canoe camp and the backcountry camp that I went to when I was a kid, around 10 and 12 and 13, and even from, you know, I, was, I think as of nine um, set the foundation for the rest of my life. Um, and I still ended up doing what I loved to do then, which is take a canoe and a paddle and go out into the wilderness. Um, and that's something that um, has stayed with me 
all the way until now. Going to take a little sip of water here because getting a little dry. Um, let me just do that. Excuse me. Mm. But um, so then I've got the kids camp during those months. During the month of July, lots of shooting, lots of kite surfing, um, lots of content creation, particularly for sea kayak brands as well, because summer months obviously up here in Canada are very important and the only time that you can get, you know, do certain particular adventures. So we'll be doing lots of that in July. And uh, and then in August, uh, guiding a, a private trip for, for a group of people uh, as well. The the guiding business is really taking off uh, for us and, and so it gives me a lot of uh, strength to continue with these uh, transitions right now because uh, obviously when you're busy and working that uh, gives you a lot of motivation to keep on going um, and then September uh, we've got uh, guiding a trip to the Northwest Territories and uh, this is I think on many podcasts particularly the the earlier ones I've spoken about uh, the Northwest Territories being the absolute best location in the world to see the Northern Lights and um and that is, uh, you know, one of the places that has very little precipitation in the air. And that's why you can actually see, have clear skies to see the skies dancing and prancing uh, with lights of green and hues of, of uh, purple as well sometimes. And uh, the reason that we're doing a trip there uh, during September is that that's the time of year um, when um, there's no bugs. The temperature is quite mild. Um, and a canoe trip, uh, particularly a float plane canoe trip, uh, is pretty much the most epic way to experience uh, the skies light up. And, and so we're going to be doing uh, two trips back to back there, April, uh, September 1st to 8th and, uh, and then 11th uh, to 19th. Um, and so highly recommend it if you'd like to see the Northern Lights in a way and uh and a quintessentially canadian vessel called the the canoe um that would be awesome i always joke with people that don't know the difference between a canoe and a kayak and i'm like this is this is quite different you know <laughs> in in canada you cannot call a canoe a kayak and vice versa that's actually quite terrible but uh so that's that trip coming up and uh so if you want to know more about that head over to adventures done right on Instagram or just send me a, a DM and uh, reserve your spot because those spots are indeed filling up quite quickly. Then uh, return from that, spend a few weeks um, with the kids uh, before heading off again on another trip uh, to Tanzania in Africa to trek up Kilimanjaro because it is a mountain and a half and uh, lots of people got to get ready for that one. Hey, excuse me. And lots of people excited for that one, but that's the next trip that uh, that'll be coming up on the schedule after that, and then right after that, returning um, to get ready to go to Iceland once again, um, and then that's our end of October slash November trip, and then right after that comes a trip to Peru. So, so it is a very very busy schedule, and. Um, and while it's going to be very difficult to be away from the children during that time, it is uh, it is what puts food puts food on the table per se, as they say, and um, and so very excited to be growing that business um, 
to create a even better lifestyle for my children. And then December, um, as tends to be um, in in our case, is um, family time with uh, my parents and whatnot in Mexico. So so very very busy coming up. And while while these times of transition are difficult, uh, I'm excited for all of these opportunities uh, coming up nonetheless. Uh, and then uh, January, uh, a little bit of ski season. Um, and that's that's the gamut right now. But uh, we've got to present a few projects at the trade show coming up. Uh, and based on the reaction to these uh, projects, that's where I make the rest of my schedule for the year. But Japan is on the list to ski the driest and freshest powder in the world, as they say. New Zealand, perhaps on tap. Uh, once again, Torres del Paine in Argentina's Patagonia, definitely an area we want to get back down to uh, as well. And uh, and in between each of these segments is, of course, spending as much time uh, as possible with the kids while uh, either <laughs> at the beginning living out of the Airstream, which in the kids' mind, the Airstream is, just, is, a, is home in a second way. Um, and they've always seen it as so because... Uh, all of them have had uh, Happy the Airstream be uh, the second space uh, since that since the very beginning since the very beginning since they were born. Um, so when I've been telling the kids, "Oh, hey, we're going to the Airstream," they've been quite quite excited about it. Um, but it is getting a little bit tighter now with uh, three little ones. So so likely down the road uh, get a bigger uh, Airstream as well. But um, I guess the most important thing. Um, to focus on during these difficult times of transition is love. Um, and a lot of people often say that our children are relaxed and calm and happy and such a pleasure to be around. And and a big part of that is simply because uh, they have always received plenty of love from both sides and from both of us. Um, and I think that's the key, one of the key factors in keeping uh, a healthy child's mind. It's just that now during this transition, of course, there's going to be a lot of changes from not staying at home uh, all the time or daddy's not around as often as he uh, would normally be. And uh, and I think for me, you know, it's just to keep showering the kids with as much love and adventure as possible. And, and of course, in regards to doing adventures with them, nothing changes because that is will always be um, what I focus on the most is doing adventures with my little ones. So, uh, so that's where we're at right now. And, um, and so lots of transition, lots of change, um, a lot of, uh, moral support coming in from people. I've got, uh, read you another message here. Uh, I hope you're going to be able to get through this. Let me see here. Uh, messages and there we go. Yeah, I'm there for you. Really Really hope uh, it's a sincere. Uh, hope you're doing okay. Uh, we're always in Whistler. If you ever want a a friend or a hike or just some company, it's a sincere offer. My sister went through a tragic separation. Whatever the circumstances, it is heartbreaking, and it is indeed. You know, um, we often look at a divorce from an outside perspective and say, "Oh, that's difficult, and they'll be fine and whatnot." But um, I've seen such a mix of of things in regards to some kids that were totally fine after divorce. And, and uh, they even will say as they grow up that it was the best thing 
for them. And then at the same time, I obviously see other people that say that divorce was one of the most difficult things that they ever went through and traumatizing. So who knows which of the two um, will end up for us. I just do everything possible to, to make sure that the kids are aware that we're always there for them. And that, uh, you know, my ex is a, a wonderful mother and there's nothing, no bad thing I can say in that regard. So, so I, and on my side, I know I'm an extraordinary father. So I think that those two things combined should lead to a very happy uh, and healthy growing up for our children. But damn, <laughs> it's hard, man. <laughs> I can't say that enough. And, and I guess I wouldn't normally share any of all of this because I'm quite a private person. And uh, many people were even surprised that, uh, that it came to this. But many people, uh, it's because I've never really shared the, the darker side of the moon with people. I've simply focused on uh, the positive things. And that's just the, the way I've shared on my social throughout uh, our lives. Um, but uh, so I hope you don't get aghast or taken aback by sharing a bit more on the raw side of things. Um, because I guess we're all just human, at least last I checked. <laughs> and, uh, and I think, you know, a lot of people have said, oh, hey, aren't you concerned that your sponsors will see this and whatnot? And I think a big part of it is that many of my sponsors have gone through things like this themselves as well. Um, so it's not something that, uh, that I'd like to... You know, I hope that nothing that that it won't affect anything, but uh, but I think it's important to be a bit more honest and frank with people about all the things that have been uh, going on throughout uh, our lives. So there you go. Um, that's another evening, twelve almost twelve p.m. podcast, and hope to see you next time. Uh, thanks for listening in, and I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners. Uh, see you again. Bye-bye.